Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Lawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Hi Sam, um, it's the Friday episode, uh, have you had a good week? You know what, yeah, quite a few good things have happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw one good thing that happened to you that you messaged me about gleefully on, I think <laughs> it was Tuesday. Well, I think Tuesday we had quite a big morning. Should we talk through why Tuesday morning was like almost like a perfect morning for, for team top flight time yeah. machine? Yeah. This began because my wife had alerted me to a special event. And I think I, I'll tell the cunters about it because I think anyone can sign up to watch it. Mm. I don't think it would. I mean, I'm already registered for this event. I don't know about you. So I'm, I've got my place secured. Yeah, um, I haven't done it yet, but is it this weekend that it's on? No, no, no. I think it's next month. All right. But anyway, look, let me tell you what it is. My wife had alerted me to the uh, Hay Literary Festival, which is the country's most famous literary festival. They do they do one in the summer, they're doing a winter one. Well, it's just had to go virtual, obviously. Of course, yeah. And um, they sent the newsletter around with the events, you know. That's all the usual. You know, oh, fucking Malcolm okay. Gladwell this, fucking Rusty that. that lot. Yeah, no... <laughs> No one gives a fuck, right? We're living out loud. You know, that's all right for your sleepy bookish types, but that's mm. not us, no. right? We need fast times, action, big laughs, fighting, sex. These are the sort the of twits. things that we enjoy. Yeah, the twits. So I'm like, yeah, so I don't know what you're saying, telling me anything about a literary festival for. I couldn't give a fuck, <laughs> mate. Um, but then she points out the event of all events. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Arsene Wenger in conversation with Sir Elton John <laughs> at the Hay Literary Festival next month. Get on it, dickheads, right? This is going to be live streamed and yeah. because it's streamed, there's, I don't think there's a capacity. I think you just register and get this, you don't even have to fucking pay. What they do <laughs> is ask for a voluntary donation. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Good luck with that, Contus. I ain't paying a fucking penny. <laughs> right. Who's that girl to? Sir John Hay Festival. Fuck that. Right. Fucking Elton John. He's got plenty of fucking dough. He doesn't need the money. Yeah. Venga, possibly, but uh, I'm still not coughing up. I don't see, I'm not seeing fucking Elton John on Patreon. He don't need to be. I, I haven't looked at the at the blurb for this, but who's interviewing who, or are they interviewing each other, or what? What the fuck is just, it? Tantalisingly, it says just in conversation. In conversation with just, just means a it's a it's free flowing. It's like me and you. Yeah, we're but in th- conversation. Th- someone has to take the lead. It's like ballroom dancing. Someone's got to take the lead in these sort of or, circumstances. You know, unless they all... just sit down and go, "Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, that sort of thing." As if they're sitting down in yeah. a cafe having a cup of tea. Meander like two mates, two yeah. old mates. 
I don't know. I, I've got a strong sense that Elton is interviewing Arson because Arson's the one with the book That's out. That's true. Elton's was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how they fucking convinced Elton to come down. But I suppose Elton, big football fan mm-hmm. and any football fan. I, I've actually, I interviewed Arsene Wenger right. in person at the fucking Emirates once. Wow. Um, and he was good? Yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. I mean, obviously, it was uh, it was an honour to meet the bloke. Yeah, you know, was this an event? With no, the it was a, it just was, it, no, 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 no. It was for it was four four two magazine about eight years ago. They did a, a basically a quite long inside Arsenal piece. Fuck knows mm. why I ended up getting the nod for it, but. I did. I must have wheedled my way in. You were seen as one of football's right. leading intellectuals at the time. I, I think that was it, yeah. And, at uh, the time. <laughs> yeah. And it was different times. I mean, it was <laughs> before football so, yeah. got trendy and hip, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, years I'll ago. Uh, I'll do it, no problem. Uh, where do I need to be? Ivory, is it? Oh, they've moved. Oh, I didn't know that, yeah. All right, well, give us the address. <laughs> well, it'll have been like, well, we've got an interview with Arsene Wenger, but it's 2012. Arsenal and Wenger are shit now. Who should we get? Yeah. Uh, Delaney nah, will do it. Just said Delaney. He'll be there. Uh, oh, was, I went out to London Colney, where, uh-huh. where their training ground is, and I, it was wicked. I just hung, uh, you know, just hang around mm. and fucking watch them train. Just assimilate the atmosphere and all that sort of yeah, thing. Just, yeah, just, I, 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 I described it at the time as I was embedded with Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. You were like, balls deep I, in Arsenal. I was balls deep in Arsenal. So I hung out there. Um, while I was there, I interviewed Arteta mm-hmm. and Vermaelen, who was the captain. I remember him, at yeah. At the time. He was, he was quite good at the time. And then I... Um, Are you rattling I, something I, at the moment? Yeah, because okay. I'm getting excited about the thought of my right. days spent with Thomas Vermaelen. Yep. <laughs> the, be- the, be- the best interview from my perspective was, um, this is all on separate days over the period about a month, I went over to the Emirates and spent an afternoon with Liam Brady, who was the Youth Academy yeah. boss. So can and I... Can, Liam, I Li- Liam Brady played for West Ham. Yeah, like, yeah, at course. the end of his career, and he was still fucking great. I loved him when I was a kid. So, can we say that this feature was less of a snapshot and more of a portrait? Is that how it would have been described? You know what? It was. Yeah. It was the cover story, and even Gazidis was the other one who was the chief exec. Right. And then finally, Wenger. Mm. Um, and you took the temperature was, of Arsenal Football Club, didn't you? I really did. I, I bent them over, popped my finger up their bum, <laughs> right? Gave it a wiggle. And then I, I I pulled it out, sniffed it, and wrote down <laughs> my foundings. The <laughs> yeah. Then I wrote down what I thought. <laughs> I'm not Sand sure that's. Lady. I'm not sure that's taking the temperature, but yeah. That's In this month's four four two, Sander Lady pops his finger up, up Arsenal's bum <laughs> and tells you Arsenal. what he fi- and tells you what he finds up there. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. But suffice to say. Elton John interviewing Arsene Wenger yeah. is going to be a lot more fucking fun and interesting than Sam Delaney interviewing Arsene Wenger, especially as then Arsene Wenger was still in a job, was sort mm. of trying to not say too much to compromise Arsenal and his position at Arsenal. Now, I'm hoping, I haven't read the book, I fucking intend to, but there's so yeah. many good memoirs that we've got to get through that yeah, you know, it's hard good, to find it? the time. Yeah. yeah, but I'm really looking forward to reading it. And Elton, I mean, it's just going to be... A hoot. So, so anyway, should we go back to our perfect morning? I sent you that because yeah. I was like, this is a big 
big fucking thing. Mm. We've got to get involved in this. This is great. And then you fire back. Listen, mate, as if the morning couldn't get any better, I'm out about to buy a fucking recliner for my rig. A reclining armchair for my rig, yeah. Every cunter's dream, right? So I'm like, fucking hell. He's standing in line at Ikea for a recliner. So already he's on cloud nine, Yeah, right? Already he's like a kid. He's as excited as a kid on toy day, Yeah, right? Doesn't well, it was, get more it was, it was a pre-lockdown two. You could call it an existential crisis if you like. I just felt mm, compelled, yeah. sort of Monday yeah. evening. I need a reclining armchair in my world. You do. I think as a hangover from the hammock this summer. Yeah. That I needed that yeah. kind of horizontal comfort. You'll have been you'll have been missing that hammock over recent weeks. I've probably, start, wouldn't you? I've started reading more books this year, um, and yeah. I've been reading them in that horizontal position. I've got loads more to read over the winter. I'm going to be trapped yeah. indoors. Because of the lockdown, I just thought I, I need some kind of you know horizontal uh, action, and uh, I yeah, look at IKEA. It was hundred percent. I mean, this to me, I just thought to myself, this is classic Dawson logistics. Yeah, lockdown two's coming. He's not even broken stride. He mm. is without thinking, almost impulsively, he has gone to IKEA to buy a recliner. Yeah, and you just think, of course, we should all be buying recliners. So I've obviously like most blokes, looked into recliners before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never quite found one I liked the look of. Mm. My mum's got one that is superbly comfortable, yeah. right? Um, my brother Casp fucking broke it and it cost 200 quid to get repaired. Jesus. Do you know how he broke it? I was There's a bit of a fight when we're all at my mum's at Sunday lunch. As adults, um, yeah? As adults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a bit of a She's fight. She's only had it a few years. <laughs> We, there's always a bit of a fight over the fucking who gets to sit in the recliner oh, right, okay, right, yeah. when we're in the front room. Because after we've had our lunch in the kitchen, we'll go and sit in the front room and watch whatever the game is. Yeah. And there's a bit of a barney at who can get in there first. There's a lot of sort oh, right. of shouldering each other for a dog because everyone wants the recliner. I, because I'm nifty, I I often, <laughs> I usually get there first, right? I'm, I'm not just nifty, I'm a crafty cunt. So yeah. I'll like go... I'll do things like I'm just going to take my pudding into the front room just yeah. to get, get in there. Anyway, do you know what he did? He got the fucking remote control. This is an electrical remote control one. Oh. And she said loads of times, you can't fuck around with the remote control when you're in the chair. In fact, ideally, she said, mm. get it into position more or less before you sit in it, which I think is a bit overcautious. But still, because he was so pissed off that I got it, he got the remote. And he started fucking pressing it up, down, up, down, up, down, no. side, 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 to fuck, fuck around with me. And yeah. it was getting faster and faster. Like the I was going all over the place. <laughs> it was like a scene out of a Sean Connery James Bond film where the baddie gets hold of him. I can't remember what I mean. I think it's when he's in the gym and the baddie puts you in. Remember those fitness things that they thought made you lose weight in the olden days where it was just a band that went round you and vibrated really quickly. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just They're great. I just... Be- Remind me after this, you need to look at the Twitter and the tweet that's just come in. But, um, can, yeah, so he broke it. And I thought to myself, fucking hell, I, but I don't like the look of it. And then I saw your one, you sent me the link. And I mm-hmm. thought, this is the most compact and attractive, stylish looking recliner mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Oh, I sent the link straight to my good wife and yeah. said, I don't know if I pitched it right, because no good wife is going to respond well to you sending it. So saying... Andy's getting one of these. Can I, Can I get one? 
<laughs> I don't. In retrospect, I don't think that was the most persuasive no, argument. You didn't get um, that through, did you? No. So was, she was that said genuinely no. your picture. It was it. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. But she said no because she apparently there's not enough room in our front room for it because oh. we've got two sofas. She said, you know, there's not. Anyway, mm. who knows? But I thought, fucking hell, first this, then that. Well, we, could, I mean, we thought things couldn't uh, get any better. It's got it's got seven positions of recline in it. It's not remote controlled. It's all done physically, manually, if you like. But not only does it recline, it, what happens then is that if you kind of shuffle your body into the right position, you then go into a further recline, like an extra recline where it's almost horizontal. And mm. I've had two naps on it in that position this week. Ah, and it is so you've fu- checked its you, nappability. You can, you can just basically lie down. You're almost horizontal in it. Yeah, my only concern when I looked at it was I thought, it's, I mean, the price, it's priced really well. Because I'd looked, the re, before I'd looked at ones at uh, John Lewis and stuff that are much mm. bulkier and mm. are controlled electrically. Mm. And they're fucking expensive. But also, they don't look as nice. So I thought, that, wh- where's the fucking catch here? It's competitively priced. It looks really stylish. It's a recliner. Mm. Where's the catch? I thought, maybe comfort's the catch. No. But you've checked its nappability it's out already. Comfortable. It's very comfortable. I think if you tried I, to nap and had failed, you could have called up and yeah. said, "Hello, IKEA. Yeah, this fucking recliner. I've I've tried three times to have a nap now, and not once have I dropped off. Nope. Second time I nearly dropped off. I was in a semi-dreamlike state, <laughs> but I was still conscious. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's got really narrow arms as well, so you can't kind of rest your arms fully on it, which is a disadvantage, right. but it's got a very wide sitting position. So it means that I can sit yeah. in it and the dog can get up the side next to me as well, which he likes. Yeah, so I, don't I bet know if that's he a does. good thing or not. But, uh, and where have you positioned it? Directly in front of the telly or? I'm, st- I'm in the process of um, rearranging the entire living room to accommodate Around it. the recliner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it will be sound- yeah. in prime position though. It'll be executive box position, put it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and um, what will be your attitudes when the kids are around? Will either of them be allowed to sit no, in No, there's already been discussions and debates and, and, and uh, arguments about that. My son's very, very keen on it. But uh, I've had to chuck him out of it on one occasion yeah, because it's, it's fucking your mine. fucking chair. He said to me, you he says, hard. give me, what are the reasons why I should get out of this chair now and let you sit it? I said, because I paid for the cunt. And yeah. he had no comeback to that, so... This is yeah, sort of shit my it. son would come. I just go, because I'll fucking pick you it's up and chuck chair. you out of it. Yeah. Get your own fucking chair. Yeah. You can't. You haven't got a fucking job. You know what I nearly <laughs> said to my son the other day? Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> when you're a kid, this is, ah, uh, even for this podcast, this is almost too shameful to admit. <laughs> but, like, when you're a kid, it, the cuss you say to younger kids or kids that you deem to be less alpha than you or just mucking around when you're really young, you used to go, fuck off, you fucking virgin. Right, when you're they're trying to be up. Yeah. Right, or or another really bad one is like, fuck off, mate, you ain't even got any pubes. <laughs> but because of the nature of the banter that I share with my son, who yeah. is only eight, <laughs> well, he's nine in a couple of weeks, I nearly said that. I think I nearly called him a virgin the other day, just like because he was calling me an old man or something yeah. like that. And you lost it. This morning, I said, why are you wearing shorts to school? It's fucking winter. It's really freezing. He went, I wear a coat at playtime. I said, what about your classroom? I bet that's freezing. He went, no, it's not. It's lovely and warm. 
I said, <laughs> well, my my classrooms when I was at school were freezing. He went, yeah, well, it's not the 1860s anymore, is it? <laughs> Pathetic joke. So I found myself going, <laughs> fuck off, virgin. But I didn't. I stopped at V and then realised, no, this is too far. Just, she doesn't even know what a virgin is. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is elite parenting. <laughs> and there was a third element that Tuesday's Majesty. I mean, we almost just, called an emergency podcast, didn't we? We nearly called an emergency <clears throat> podcast because in the middle of all this, we thought it couldn't get any better. And then I couldn't help myself, but I'll just come straight out of it. I was sat here in in my rig, in my bedroom, which is where I record all these podcasts. Nerve centre. And, and I was engaged in a Zoom conversation with Sarah and Karen from Dananarama. It's Karen, Sam. Karen, and sorry. she's the best one, so don't get it she wrong again. Best. I know. <clears throat> I almost what? thought I'm you were always... going to say that. I almost thought you were going to say that with the surviving members of Bananarama. <laughs> <laughs> no, Siobhan's still, very still much alive, out and about, and very much alive. But she's not really part of it anymore. No, but they're quite they're quite kind about her. Yeah, I hope so. It was actually it, well, they've got this, but that's another book we got to read. It's the Banana Rama mm-hmm. book. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, how am I going to get through them? Because already you tipped me off ages ago about Mariah Carey, which I think you got the audio book. Yeah, off, still haven't you? started uh, that. You haven't started. So those that's three right there, and that's before we've got Alf Ramsey's biography to do a deep dive on, and I haven't suggested this yet. Someone suggested it on Twitter, and I'm going to put it out there because it it's a book that I've read on more than one occasion and is incredible. <clears throat> Is Frank McAvenny's book? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, scoring an expert guy is genuine. It's have a think about that, Andy. Yeah, really, really funny. Yeah, definitely um, on the list. I'm I'm in the middle of Victoria Woods' biography, which is really good. Oh, is it? And um, whew, rough childhood. Ooh, really? Parental neglect. Yeah. Um, and I've also got uh, you know Dylan Jones that GQ yeah. that he's done one about yeah. the new romantic movement. Yes, I heard him being interviewed on the radio about well. it. I thought it sounded really interesting. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist 
specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jalapeño. Anyway, so yeah, Bananarama. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I think I covered it last year. I actually met them for proper when we were doing a thing with them on Talk Radio. And they were a brilliant laugh. And I feel that I engaged in some actual credible flirting with them. Right. Um, I don't yeah, want to Sarah know about said, that. Sarah said, oh, do you, do you like older women, Sam? Would you consider an older woman? She said that live on air. So I think, I mean, I actually ran that uh, past my good wife to mm. sense check it. And she just rolled her eyes and left the room, I think. Right. But still. Yeah. Yeah. I feel as if it Have was you not got one of those lists of like five people each that you would? Oh, I, I hate these things. <laughs> They're just awful. I just think when couples say that to me, I just think, what? That's awful. Well, I mean, the, the but, list you could quite easily game it, couldn't you? Because you could just say the lasso works on the fag counter in Asda. <laughs> then, then you just then you've got a green light <laughs> exactly and you go well you agreed to this list yeah. I'm going to go and get off for it's right now it's not my fault you put fucking Tom Cruise and yeah, it, <laughs> Michael Bolton but, on your list bunch of cunts you're never going to meet <laughs> not my fault you put on Michael Ball <laughs> I've chosen five attractive accessible local women yeah see you later um, yeah <laughs> your sister <laughs> your mate <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> uh, so that was good. So yeah. So Banana Rama, Arsene Wenger and Elton John event, Andy buys a recliner, all in one morning. We nearly did an emergency pod. Now, then, if this had happened on the same day, but it didn't, it happened the following day, yesterday. Right. If this had happened, that would have been four things, and just this thing alone, it wasn't a surprise. But when it happened, I did consider saying to you, "Do you want to do an emergency pod?" Because I did my own domestic purchase this week it wasn't quite as glamorous or exciting as a recliner but almost do you know okay. what i got what you get for the first time in about nine years sort of stream a new bin a new bin oh as, yes, as in mate. kitchen bin kitchen bin tell me about it well the previous bin in a moment you know like my my much discussed impulse purchases off of instagram yeah. and stuff right yeah Which so really work before out. that before instagram and, and all that stuff about nine years ago, I decided I needed a bin, but it was I was probably behaving in a volatile way, mm. um, and I bought a uh, a really expensive bin, like mm. on a fucking whim, right? And it was one of these bins that you can use the force to open motion so sensor. Yeah, yeah, I got one of and them. They, they weren't as popular at the time; they weren't as common. So I just thought, I thought this is the fucking Buck Rogers in the 25th century, this shit, <laughs> This is right? Roy Race 1982. This is fucking madness. <laughs> I bought it, and it was in our old house, and I could tell my wife was quite understanding thing. Fucking hell. It was very much foreshadowing the, um, what was that? How much was that toothbrush I bought? It was ba- basically foreshadowing the most expensive the, toothbrush in the, the world. The black toothbrush. Yeah, the black toothbrush. <laughs> so... It was one of those purchases, and the bin turned out to be a real disappointment. Mm. It was too narrow, 
right? So you have to get a particular type of narrow bin bag. Of course, when you get a narrow bin, it fills up really quickly, so you're constantly taking the rubbish out. Yeah. And the motion sense thing was completely unreliable and unpredictable. Right, right? yeah. So it's so in the end, we just gave up on it and started opening and shutting it. Well, this week, it finally gave up. At the weekend, the lid just fucking fell off it, right? right. It had been opened and shut one too many times, and it was like, that's it. I'm yeah. done. I'm done binning. I'm dead. Scrap me. I've had it. I've had it up to here. Eight fucking years I've been storing your disgusting rubbish. Right. <laughs> Put me in a fucking home. I'm done. Put me out to fucking seed. Send me to the fucking glue factory for all I care. That's what they've been glue out of old bins. Old bins. Send us there because anything's better than a life like this. Right? So I was like, fine, I will. So I had to buy a bin. Um, went on to John Lewis, obviously. Mm-hmm. If it had been a different time, I would have gone into John Lewis and course, done my yeah. old tell me what the best bin in the world is. The bins on there, some of the bins are, in the end, I thought, even for me, a notorious impulse buyer, buyer of useless things, overpriced, just for, yeah. you know, because Snap they have decision. some sort of follies. I, I'm, I'm someone who, who pursues many follies. They did have a lot of folly bins on there, mate. I mean, it's worth just having a look around. Some of the prices are insane. Mm. You know, I don't know what they fucking, some of them are multi-tiered. So it looks like just one box. Right. But then there's all hidden tiers within it. Is there an extra one for recycling and stuff like that? Yeah. In the end, I went for John Lewis' own brand, quite modestly priced. Right. And it's a pedal where you know where you're at because I found the motion sensor so unpredictable that it started to just do my head in. Yeah. It was like the bin was playing mind games with me. Yeah. And a pedal bin, it just takes it back to the old school, doesn't it? Mm. You know what you're doing. Fucking stamp. There you go, mate. Bang. Open. Right. Um, but it is a double container, so you've got a recycling side right. and a normal rubbish side. That's but good. all contained in one unit. Good. Um, How high is it? And It's about up to my waist. Okay, good. Yeah. Which is a good good size. Sits flush against the kitchen counter. Right. Um, and is it at circu- the moment... Circular or rectangular? Rectangular. Right. And, the, and a brushed steel effect. Nice. Right, you could get it in other colours, but I went for brushed steel. Yeah, because that's the kind of guy. I am. I mean, masculine. I mean, if you I wanted were, a masculine bin, if you were a spy character, your name would probably be Brush Steel, wouldn't it? Brush Steel. <laughs> brushed Steel CIA. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted a masculine bin that felt like a spy, yeah. and so that's what I got. And uh, but I like it because you know, usually I don't know about you, but the recycling situation is. I tend to sort of like if I'm washing up a, a glass plastic or or, or um, item or there's a cardboard box, they kind of get left out by the sink until someone takes yeah, it out I to the boxes. Yeah, next to the next and, to the door and on the bench. Yeah, you go, go out fucking non-stop all day. It builds up fast. Yeah. Now I can fucking put it in the recycling bin. It can sit there and I just take that out once a day. So all in all, I am happy thus far with my bin purchase. Right. Well, I've got a motion sensor at the minute. It's the second one I've had. The first one didn't last very long. And yeah. I think generally that's the vibe people get. They're, they're, they're nice and they're impressive to watch, but they don't last long. And when I got my second one, one of my mates said, you fucking idiot, what have you done that for? You've already, you've been burned mm. once before. Yeah, Why that, you doesn't got another feel one? Like, that doesn't feel like but a Dawson I've had it for move. two years now. I've had it for two years. It still works. And what I like to do sometimes if I've got an apple... Uh, an apple core that needs to go in it, I use, mm. I like lean down towards it and use my face oh. as the motion activation. And then yeah. it flips up and I need to get out of the way. 
oh. spit the bin, spit the apple core into it. That's so a that really put it good. In my mouth. That that's like a sort of Mr Miyagi style kung fu training it, it, technique. You know what as it well. feels like. And I know you didn't mm. watch it very often or at all, maybe, but it feels like one of the challenges on the cube with Philip Schofield. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that yeah, when well, I do it. it. It it probably is really good for your reactions. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Your reflexes, pilot reflexes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, as well, I do the motion thing. I'll put something on the floor, three feet away from the bin, that I'm going to put in the bin, and I'll set away the, the motion sensor thing, and it flips up, and you know you've got like four seconds or whatever, and then yeah. I've got to go and get the thing, pick it up, and dash back, put it in before the motion sensor flap goes down That's again. Re- that is brilliant training. It is, for like yeah. quick reactions. Yeah. That's why I don't my go one, to the gym anymore. So one of the reasons um, I I like about my new bin is that it has the soft touch closing. Oh, nice. So it's pedal open, but what you don't get is a horrible snapback. Yeah. Bang, makes yeah. a horrible noise, it's, doesn't it? It's uncouth, isn't it? Yeah. It's a noise. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's a common sounding noise <laughs> that you don't you're want in your man. kitchen. You're if you're aspirational... If you're brush steel, you're a brush steel kind of a guy. You're an aspirational individual like me. You don't want to be hearing noises like the cold snap of no, a bin lid. Exactly. Right. You want soft touch on everything. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I'm in John, I'll ask everything. They'll do everything. They go, what kind of cooker are you looking for, sir? Soft touch. <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. Sulfur, <laughs> soft touch. Everything in my house has got to be soft touch. No loud noises. Right? No loud noises, no snapping, no fast movements. Fast <laughs> movements on the up, but never on the down. Soft touch toilet seat. Oh. You don't want the clatter of a toilet seat. You, no one likes to hit. There is no more depressing sound mm. than that of the plastic clatter against porcelain. Yeah. Is there? That's true. Just don't fucking need that in your life. That's true. So, so um, good week we are then, selling t shirts. T-shirts that say "Keep it soft touch." Uh, check out the merch site for that. Yeah, it'll be available <laughs> also, an hour from now. <laughs> a, se- a separate range called "Soft Touch Only." <laughs> a range and of various some, items that are soft touch. And I'm only. doing a one of those FBI style sort of rain jackets that say "Brush Steel" on the back of. <laughs> you could get one each. You could be brush steel, and that would be soft touch. Oh. <laughs> Alter egos. No, if that was a detective show, I think Soft Touch would be his, his, his sexy female like Steal and partner. touch. Touch and steal. <laughs> touch and steal. Right. It's some fucking ABC show that's been imported by ITV. It's a, it's a Dempsey and Makepeace up, update, it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. Have you seen the Dempsey and Makepeace um, reruns? I'm Brush Steel and she's Soft Touch. Have you seen together. the Dempsey and Makepeace reruns on ITV4? Have we talked about this? No, but I'd like to. Fucking hell. She's in a spa, but still everything you want and more. Anyway, yeah. And they were married in real life, weren't they? They still are, apparently. That's really impressive. I'd love to have them on as our first ever duo humans Mm. of honour. I'd just maybe just go for her, I think. I wouldn't want him involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's not dwell Um, on your husband. Well, yeah. Ryan, and I, uh, he's not not really of interest to us now. Clinis, <laughs> what are you doing on a Friday night? Clinis, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, shall we do the predictions before we wrap yeah. this up? Um, here we go. Um, Chelsea versus Sheffield United in the Premier League. Two 0 Chelsea. 
Good prediction, that I think. Mm, I'm going to match it. 2 0. Sorry. Yeah. My prerogative. Leicester versus Wolves. I'll go for this one. Uh, I think this will be. I think this will be 1 0 to Leicester. I'm going to go 2 0. 2 0. Sounds exciting. Mm. Okay, onwards. Sunderland versus Mansfield. Now, I'll warn you, this is an FA Cup first round match. This is not a league match. Bear that in mind. So what division are Mansfield in then? Why should I tell you that? Okay, right. In that They're case, in I'm League Two, say. Sam. They're in League Two. Oh, all right. I'm going to say 2 0 Sunderland. I'm going to keep it quite modest because those games are often very turgid. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. Just mm. get the job done. Uh, I'll go 2 1. Uh, West Ham versus Fulham. Is this some kind of derby? I'm not sure. They're both London. Well, sort of. Yeah, but like they're opposite sides of London. Funny enough, Fulham, the Craven Cottage is practically visible from my house. Is it? Yeah, and West Ham fans who actually live in East London uh, traditionally would get a boat mm-hmm. all the way from the docks out east all on the boat. way on da- down the river, down the drink. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they come all the way down the drink. And it was fucking funny because, like, that part of the river where that where Craven Cottage is, it's got Putney on one side mm. and Fulham on the other. So you got Putney's very sort of rowing club. Lots of fellas with the yeah. um, collars of their rugby shirts popped up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Arms lots of sweaters of gir- over their shoulders and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, lots of girls wearing pearls. And Fulham on the other side is not much better. And this boat would fucking sail in along the, all the way through these like southwest London suburbs. Oy, oy. Like really, I couldn't even parody it. Uh, even the most extreme Cockney parody I could muster would not do justice to what you heard and saw on these boats as they arrived from East London for a Fulham West Ham game. It Cockney was fucking pirates. But you'd literally just see people literally clutching their pearls like. <laughs> Who are those people on the boat? <laughs> and they're just lots of like, everyone singing at the Fulham fans, does your butler know you're here and all that stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of a derby, but well, I'm not sure if either side not. really see themselves as well, like local I'm, rivals as such. I'm going to go 3-0 West Ham. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say 2-0 West Ham. Okay. That's Finally, the first that I've... Sheffield Wednesday versus Millwall. Oh, uh, 2-1 to the Owls. The Owls, is it? All right, 2-1 to the, the Owls. Owls. versus the versus the Lions. I, if that was a real at fight in the wild, you, I, w- I wouldn't write off an Owl against the Lion because Owls are vicious cunts with yeah, huge yeah, hands. Yeah. And the advantage they've got of flight would really even things up. I don't know why an Owl and a Lion would ever get into a fight. Well... We live in a strange world, mate. We do. So I'm sure the owl could gouge its fucking eyes out. No problem. Um, I'm going to yeah. go 1-1 for that. There we are. That's the predictions. Um, that's about it for this one, I reckon. Simon, is there anything else you want to chuck in? Well, I think the tweet you were, you were laughing Did at, you look I think at it? I have found it. Yeah, yeah. And it is um, very, very funny. It's only and relevant if you've been listening to this week's Melchester Odyssey, but it's very, oh, very yeah, good. Of course. Thomas Bradshaw. Yeah, it's from our, our good friend, <clears throat> Thomas Bradshaw, who does, he's, he's uh, if you want to check out some of our our actual t-shirts, not the ones I was just making up, um, he did a great, the Dissendat Special t-shirt, 
which is a thing of beauty. And he also did the designs on our recent Top Dollar Casual Bloke and Laddie T-shirts inspired by Len's caste system. Uh, And he's done all sorts of other stuff for us as well. Uh, But now he's turned against us. Looks like it, doesn't it? It's workspace. But you need to have heard this week's Melchester Odyssey. And you need to be a subscriber to the Iron Filing Society. And if you're not, well, I'm more fool you. Uh, But if you're listening to this free and you're thinking, do you know what? I heard a few guys talking about this pod at the pub, saying it's pretty quirky, pretty, you know, pretty out there. Uh, The language can be uh, pretty pretty extreme even for me. But uh, they're they're quite funny guys, quite funny guys. And if you took that advice and thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. Right, I'll, I'll give it a go. What's it called? Top lot, yeah. Give it a go. Charlie says it's good, and you've listened to it, and you thought, Joe, you know what? It's a couple of old cunts talking about bins mm. for like three quarters of the podcast. I fucking love that. Then get yourself onto Patreon because if you love two old men talking about bins, mm. then there's loads of shit like that, and you only have to pay a few quid a month for and it. We've got no plans to stop either, so. You know, nah. get involved. And it's not just bins. We've talked about hoovers. Yeah. We've talked about, um, well, lots of th- lots of things. Yeah. Oven gloves, ironing yeah. boards, the lot. Yeah, it's all there. We're kind of like uh, an alternative version of Witch Magazine, aren't we? Yeah, Pretty we much. are. <laughs> Started as a I'd football love it podcast. sponsored us. Mm. Right, that's it from this one. Uh, enjoy your weekend, people. You've got a top flight tune machine coming as well on Sunday if you're iron filings. Platinum. So uh, look out for that. Um, Yeah, cheers. Bye. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.